Welcome to another episode of Poly Confidential. With you, as always, I am Confidential. We'll just call me Polycon for now. Anyway, I wanted to get to an interesting topic today. It is the topic of DDLG. That stands for Dominant Daddy Little Girl. And this is a very misunderstood topic in the community, or outside of the community for that matter. And I thought it would be great to kind of dive right into it, have a short, quick episode with all the details and some of my experiences with DDLG, and maybe give you a better understanding of how it all works and why is it so fucking hot. Okay, here we go. Dominant Daddy Little Girl, DDLG. I am a dominant daddy, meaning... I have the stature of what some refer to as a daddy. Mind you, for those beginners out there, daddy has nothing to do with your actual father, and very rarely does it have anything to do with daddy issues, in my opinion, although I do see women who have daddy issues, and maybe that's part of the reason that DDLG works for them so well. Kind of like a therapeutic outlet, we'll call it. So the LG part, little girl, that has nothing, I repeat, nothing to do with age play. Age play is something totally different where you pretend that a person is a different age than they are. That's a type of role play. DDLG is more about a little girl acting in the capacity as if she had the knowledge of a little girl. Almost like, yes, she's a a 30-year-old woman, I'm a 43-year-old man, and we're having a normal sexual interaction. But during that interaction, she acts in a way that is naive in a way that maybe she doesn't understand, or in a way that she is extremely submissive in the way like a naive little girl would be. So for instance, in my cases of DDLG, the little girls, quote unquote, that I see are of regular age, um, just thinking, out of all the ones who really, we participate in that dynamic, they are as young as 19 uh, and as old as 48. A lot of different women call me daddy because I am their dominant daddy. Um, and then a lot of them act as in a capacity of a little girl, some more than others. Some, that's our whole dynamic, is that they act as a naive little girl, they do tasks, they do sexual things, they will dress up sometimes in sexy little outfits, Um, and that's just all part of the dynamic of them being a little girl. As for me being the dominant daddy, it is and is not sexual. So some of my little girls will do domestic duties for me. Let's just say, uh, for instance, one of them, One of my uh, submissives, she has to clean all the mirrors in my house. That is her task. She also helps me with folding the laundry because I have some custom towels. They're actually cum rags that say daddy embroidered on them. And I like them folded very nicely. So those are her tasks. Another one likes to do domestic duties. The one who does domestic duties, such as uh, laundry, uh, dishes, what does she do? She wipes down my counters, things like that. She organizes my apartment. She acts a lot less like a little girl, but does have the tendency to always call me daddy. Uh, She does sometimes wear sexy and provocative outfits. And what else? I don't know, just her her tone of voice. The little girls, they kind of drop their normal tone of voice, I guess, and they opt for this slightly higher pitched, slightly more submissive voice. So instead of it being, hi, daddy, it's like, hi, daddy, if that makes sense. Now that's granted, that's me, a testosterone filled male trying to do a female voice, but you get the idea. So dominant daddy little girl is simply a dynamic. It is a dominant and submissive dynamic that we have that includes the woman in this case being even more submissive maybe than a regular submissive would be. And you're adding in the, the naive part of it, the, the part where the dominant daddy is really, really in control. Um, 
let's see, what else can I say about that? Oh, let's talk about the sexy part of it. Um, the sexy part of it is awesome because sometimes there are sexy little plaid skirts involved, you know, schoolgirl outfits, cheerleader outfits. There can be sexy businesswoman outfits. I actually love that one of the women I have that dynamic with, the one who cleans my mirrors, I love that she is actually in her real life a power attorney. I like strong women, but I also like strong women to submit to me. So in the case of this one, the one who cleans my windows, because I just don't want to give out nicknames to anyone on the air yet, only because they could be identifiable. Um, the one who cleans my mirrors, she is a very strong woman, and I really respect everything she has accomplished in her life. But she has issues. She needs a release. She needs a therapist, which she has a regular therapist. But the reaction I get from her and from a lot of other women is that seeing me is like a therapy appointment. And this was actually a TikTok video the other day. A woman got on and said, hey, ladies, if you can't afford therapy, just date a 45-year-old man. It's a lot less expensive and you get the same results. I would agree. The, a lot of the women I see, it almost feels like a sexy therapy appointment. When I talk to them and communicate with them and tell them that they're heard and understood and I make sure they know that they're loved and cared for by me, and then we talk about whatever's bothering them, whether it's a, a real daddy issue, it's something at work, it's a breakup with another partner. We talk about things like that. I, as the older man, as the dominant daddy, as the dominant force, will give them advice as best I can, or I'll tell them honestly, I just don't know, let's talk it out. But I love being that person for them, almost like their rock. Now, later on, not, maybe not immediately after, but at some point when we do have a sexual uh, connection. So for instance, we've had our domestic duties in the house and then we switch over to talking and I'm helping them out with their problems or whatever and they're helping me clean my house. And then eventually later on in the day or the hangout, we have sex. It, that release, that orgasm I give them, or many orgasms for that matter, is almost like releasing all the negative energy that we've just processed for them and replacing it with positive energy. So one of my favorite things to do with my little girls, with my submissives, with people who come to me looking to leave my apartment better than when they entered, I love doing, obviously going down on them. I love doing G-spot massages to finger them and because I don't want them to come. I want them to have an earth-shattering fucking orgasm. I want them to squirt all over me. I want them to scream. I want them to say, oh, fuck, daddy, this is the hottest I've ever had. Daddy, that's the best orgasm I've ever had. Daddy, you're so good. Because they are now feeding my ego. And I think at the end of the day, I have a bit of a primal and ego fetish because I like that, that chemical release I get in my body when I'm complimented on my sexual skills. So I'm not just talking to them, fucking them, and kicking them out. No, we are having a session. It's like a therapy session. I take care of them, I give them answers, we, we, we drink, we have a dinner, whatever it is. We fuck for several hours and we do our thing. And at the end of it, they say, oh my God, I feel so much better. I've processed every problem, everything I had with the problem. I feel much better about myself. I'm ready to go back out into the world a strong, confident woman again. But when they are here, when they are in daddy's apartment here in New York City, they are my little girl, I am in control. I am open to taking suggestions. At the end of the day, when it comes to dominance and submissives, the sub is really in control because the dom cannot violate the sub's boundaries. So at the end of the day, the sub has full control over what happens because they have the option of saying, no, I'm not interested in that, 
that's a red for me using their, you know, a safe word. No, I, I'm not into pee or I'm not into being tied up or whatever. They are ultimately in control. But once they give us their boundaries, us dominance, we're able to play within those boundaries and even push them just a little bit outwardly as long as it does not violate, you know, the code of trust and the, the rules and whatnot. So I think that's really important to understand that the sub is in control. A sub should always feel safe, comfortable, and have trust in her dom. And in this case, I think us as dominants, we should be providing more than just sex or more than just impact play. We're providing therapy. We're providing them with a sense of security and a sense of safety. And I think that's one thing that uh, people who wish to be dominants really need to understand. I have submissives who come to me and they tell me about their first dates with a dom. They tell me, oh, you know, he was nice at the bar, so I went home with him. And then all he wanted to do was spank me. Okay, spanking is hot. And as long as it's within the guidelines and the boundaries, fine. But some of them, they'll go overboard. Or they think being a dominant is just ordering someone around or just fucking them and then kicking them out. It is nothing like this. You are, for all intents and purposes, their therapist. You are like a life coach. Someone that is helping them out and providing them with value more so than just penetration and a spanking. So as dominance, I hope uh, some of you out there will listen to this and take on the role of a dom. If you are into the LG, the little girl space, I think that is awesome as well. Uh, you should definitely explore that level of being submissive. It is a very, very hot dynamic. I think it's great, especially when you can uh, start off your relationship like that. As long as you have clear and effective communication about boundaries, I mean, you know, try it out. It is super hot. Anyway, we're just about to approach the 10-minute mark. And as you know, I like to keep it short when I'm on here alone. I hope to have my co-host with me again soon for more interesting topics. Hope you guys like. Hope you subscribe to Poly Confidential. And I will be here with another episode very soon.